There's a reason why in Florida, professional wrestling was deemed an essential business. Because it kicks ass. This is Heel Turns and Headlocks. And this is Bear DiGiulio and Brian LaPrey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Heel Turns and Headlocks podcast. I am your co-host, Brian LaPrey, and with me, as always, once again, the royal one, Bear Julio. Just recycling lines now, are we, Mr. LaPrey? Mailing it in, baby. Mail it, mail it in. in. <laughs> Speaking of mailing it in, we're here to piggyback off of an episode we did yesterday. Hell yeah, we are. No, we are not mailing it in. We are discussing a different element of what we did yesterday. If you listened or if you haven't yet, you can go find it. We did the top five picks to win the 2021 Men's Royal Rumble. That inevitably left one major match to evaluate, and that, of course, would be the Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, Still early in the history and existence of the Women's Royal Rumble, but it's already become one of the one of the highlights of wrestling in each of the past few years, uh, Oscar won the first one, Becky Lynch, the second Charlotte flair last year. Oscar was unsuccessful at WrestleMania. Becky Lynch had a little bit better luck. And then Charlotte flair turned it all on its head and challenged for the NXT championship last year. In other words, three Royal rumbles, three different titles. First year was the SmackDown women's championship. Second year was the Raw. Third year was NXT. Kind of makes you think maybe unlike the men's question mark, there is the possibility of the black and gold brand getting involved. We'll get to that at some point. What we really want to do now, though, is talk about the fact that it's a very interesting year to be a Royal Rumble participant because nobody really knows what to expect. We have our personal choice on who will slash should win the Royal Rumble. But we have five, what we believe to be five legitimately good options, some honorable mentions, and just like yesterday, an NXT option for you. Uh, And that really, it all begins there with the woman who dominated 2020 in a way that no one else dominated 2020 the longest reigning SmackDown women's champion of all time. And the woman who you have to think at some point will face Sasha Banks in a singles match at WrestleMania Bailey. Let's shill a old episode. We talked the WWE year end awards for 2020, which we posted on December 29th late last year. We talked about other than drew McIntyre being the MVP. Bailey was the women's MVP. Bailey will go to the Royal Rumble as one of the only four horsewomen not to have won the Royal Rumble. Obviously, Sasha Banks has yet to win one either, but two out of the four four horsewomen have won the Royal Rumble. Plus, we mentioned this with Daniel Bryan yesterday. Daniel Bryan has done it all in WWE. So is Bailey, And Bailey's the first woman woman to win the Grand Slam championship in WWE. She's a one-time NXT Women's Champion, a one-time Raw Women's Champion, a two-time SmackDown Women's Champion, a two-time Women's Tag Team Champion. She's a Money in the Bank holder in 2019. 
the woman's legitimately done it all. Adding a Royal Rumble win to an already Hall of Fame career just adds a cherry on top. Is she my pick to win? I mean, why not, right? She's She was one of the most dominant forces in 2020 alongside Drew McIntyre. She had the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Championship reign of all time. Incredible feud with Sasha Banks that I don't think, you know, they had an incredible match at Hell in a Cell, Bailey and Sasha Banks. But that's a feud you have go till WrestleMania. That's where the ultimate payoff is. So having Bailey win the Royal Rumble here this Sunday, having her challenge Sasha, challenge Sasha Banks one more time, be all and all. Make this the final match ever between the two. It's just money. Money written all over it. And again, we have a lot of really good names on this list. And a lot of names you can really convince yourself that it's the right move, right? I wouldn't, maybe not the right move, but definitely the most logical move, right? Bailey winning it would do just that. Any of these names that we're going to mention would do just that, but Bailey against Sasha in particular, or even Asuka, if Asuka's still Raw Women's Champion as of WrestleMania, Bailey against Asuka has always been a really good wrestling match. Why not run that back at WrestleMania? So really anything, anything Bailey has done, especially in 2020 in particular, Again, she was the women's MVP. Why not give her a Royal Rumble win and see where she goes from there? Look, you said it. Bailey has done everything, right? Grand Slam champion, like you said, you know, NXT women's champion. She won that title in an iconic match against Sasha Banks. SmackDown women's champion, two times over, longest reigning ever. She retained that title, due in large part to Sasha Banks. I mean, she defended the Raw Women's Championship in matches that included Sasha Banks. She won the Women's Tag Team Championship two times over with Sasha Banks. This is... I I don't even know what's appropriate to compare it to. Almost like a a mega powers kind of thing in the realm of women's wrestling where... These allies, there's always been tension between them. They've always kind of been polar opposites that have been drawn together by being polar opposites. And it's always been captivating. Bailey versus Sasha Banks. Anytime you know what's happening, you know it's going to be good. Sasha got her first successful title defense on the quote-unquote main roster against Bailey late last year. But as Bear said, this is a WrestleMania match. Bailey versus Sasha Banks never wrestling one-on-one at WrestleMania would it it wouldn't feel right. It, maybe I'm wrong for that, but to me it just it doesn't make sense. Their match at Takeover, a lot of people credit that with being the start of the quote-unquote women's revolution. Obviously, that revolution was years in the making, but that was the match that changed everything not and and honestly not only just for women's wrestling but for nxt as a whole so if they're going to kill it at takeover maybe they deserve the chance to kill it at wrestlemania who knows what deserve means but it's a thought right and well if you don't like that idea we get it that four horsewoman might not be your cup of tea thankfully there's another member of the four horsewomen that we think could be quite intriguing. Yes, she's won it already, but who cares? We're obviously talking about Becky Lynch. I'm not a ratings person, but the numbers suggest that WWE has missed Becky Lynch over the course of the past 
year or so. Becky, I don't think it's a stretch to say that she was the biggest star in professional wrestling. Man, woman, whatever. Her resume already pretty damn impressive. Uh, Her Raw Women's Championship reign lasted well over a year. Uh, She's a three-time SmackDown Women's Champion, and of course, she won the 2019 Royal Rumble. So you'd probably be inclined to sit here and say, why would you have one person win the Royal Rumble two times in the first four years of its existence? Well, fun fact, Hulk Hogan did exactly that, and the Royal Rumble match seems to be doing okay because within the first 10 years of the Royal Rumble, both Hulk Hogan and Shawn Michaels had gone back-to-back. And right after that, Stone Cold went back-to-back. It's not a bad thing to have the best wrestler in your company or the biggest star in your company win big matches. I don't really know if the Royal Rumble has ever been the match to launch a career anyways. You know, I mean, John Cena was already John Cena when he won his first Rumble. You know, The Undertaker was deep into his career when he won his first Royal Rumble. Uh, You know, Triple H, Stone Cold, et cetera, et cetera. The significant achievements, no question about it, but I'm not sure that they were what made them. I think that there were key moments along the way. Obviously, you can point maybe to someone like Drew McIntyre as an exception to that. But even the year before that, Seth Rollins. I mean, Seth Rollins was multiple world title reigns into his career already by the time he won his first Royal Rumble. And Shinsuke Nakamura, sure, he was new to WWE, but he's Shinsuke Nakamura. Everybody knew who he was. Point is, on the men's side, this has never been an issue. People winning the Royal Rumble multiple times. We've seen countless wrestlers do it. Randy Orton got his second, what, a decade after he got his first? You know, it's okay to have multiple time winners. Now that that's been established, Becky Lynch, I mean, it would be quite a story. The prodigal daughter returns, you know, comes back from, well, having a daughter and reclaims her spot at the top of the mountain and that puts the pressure on sasha banks oscar whoever it might be to prove that they actually belong at the top where they've been sitting while the man has been at home and look i i know it's a hard sell because especially in this day and age everybody knows how they would book the show if they inherited a billion dollars but Becky Lynch, I can't stress this enough. She is the biggest star in women's wrestling. And quite frankly, if you're trying to drum up interest, I don't really know of a Royal Rumble win that would be as significant culturally within professional wrestling or even beyond professional wrestling than Becky Lynch. If you go back to episode seven of the Heel Turns and Headlocks podcast, we talked about Becky Lynch being the forgotten horsewoman to face of the industry. Killer episode, by the way. Go check that out. But These are the deep cuts. This is a, that's a deep one. Episode this seven. Like, this is like a Wu Tang greatest hits album where you're just like, wow. Whoa, episode seven. Like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, damn. You realize, like, we're like what sixty in or something? Like, it's wild. Sixty plus. Damn, we are. We are good, and we're okay. So, we talked about it. We're Becky not Lynch quite was, the man. You punny. I'm the dad here. I'm the one supposed to be making the dad jokes, not you. But <laughs> never mind that. So look, Becky's already made history, right? The first woman, well, part of the first three women to main event to WrestleMania. She made history in the sense that she 
won that match. Why not have her repeat it? Why not have her repeat history, I should say. Have her win the second her second Royal Rumble ever. Yes, it's very early into the women's Royal Rumble history, quote-unquote, the history books, if you will, but having Becky Lynch be the second or having Becky Lynch be the first woman to ever win two Royal Rumbles just adds such a cool layer to an already prolific career for her. And I know that maybe, I don't know if the logistics work in terms of how she just had her daughter with Seth Rollins and all that good stuff. And look, if I just had a kid, I probably wouldn't want to come back so soon, but we did just see her in a picture at a gym. So who knows? She might be working at it right now. Either way, Brian's right. WWE has really missed Becky Lynch's presence on TV ever since she relinquished the Raw Women's Championship to Money in the Bank holder Asuka on the Raw after WrestleMania. No one's really taken her place. I mean, yeah, Bailey and Sasha have really stepped up, right? And of course, Charlotte Flair, Charlotte Flair, she'll forever be, you know, another one of those GOAT candidates when all is said and done. She'll probably beat Ric Flair's record of 16 world titles as women's champion. However, we talked about it in episode seven, like I said, from forgotten horsewoman to face of the industry. Becky Lynch was just that. They're missing that right now. Drew has done a killer job, though. Bailey has done an excellent job. Sasha Banks has been killing it, but none of them are Becky Lynch. I know a lot of people had those The Man shirts. I'm one of them. I think Brian has the tank top or something like that. I also have the Man's Man shirt. You son of a god my point is like becky was insanely (laughs) becky was and still is insanely over i know you can't really judge that right now without a crowd but imagine who's gonna who'd be mad at the fact that becky lynch makes history yet again as a two-time royal rumble winner goes on main events wrestlemania against either asuka or sasha banks or bailey or whoever is champion it doesn't really matter or or she goes after the one women's championship she's never gotten before. She's the only horsewoman to never win the NXT Women's Championship. Ooh. I don't know about you, but Becky Lynch against Io Shirai would probably steal the show at WrestleMania. So there's a lot of different cool alternatives here, especially for a Becky Lynch win. And again, who'd be mad at Becky Lynch making history once again? You know... I know I wouldn't. I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to talk until Brian talks now. Now, there's obviously, as we said before, the concern about the fact that Becky Lynch has been gone for a hot minute, as they say. There is some level of precedent for this, though. You know, John Cena came back after an injury to win the Royal Rumble. Stone Cold Steve Austin came back after an injury to win the Royal Rumble. It It's not like it's unheard of. So I, I do want to mention that before people lose their cool about the idea of somebody who hasn't been here for a while becky was pretty much the heart and soul of wwe for a while let's cut her some slack pregnancy is cool uh but kayfabe perspective i mean you're talking about a woman who never lost the world title let's not forget that she didn't lose the title to asuka she handed the title over because she could no longer defend it Over the course of her year-plus reign, Becky Lynch took on pretty much everyone there was to take on. She cut her teeth against the best of the best and proved why she is the man. I think, as Bear said, it would be awesome to see her go to the black and gold brand. A match with Io Shirai is a legitimate dream match. Uh, 
but even if she were to stay on raw or head over to Fox and wrestle on SmackDown, there's so many options because the reality is the women's division, pretty much WWE, whatever you want to say about the things you don't like their women's wrestling scene is probably the best in the world. And at the very least, the best in on the continent. And Becky Lynch has been at the forefront of that for about a year, almost two years, I would say. I, there's just so much for her to do, so many stories to explore with her now, especially because the man is the mom, and I'm sure that merch will be shilled heavily. But the mom, the man, the mom, the champ, as a myth, legend, shirt, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I dig it. I dig it. It's inevitable. And look, regardless, point is, Becky Lynch, there is precedence for someone of her stature to come in and thrive immediately after being out for a long period of time. If anybody's capable of doing it, it's her. And quite frankly, if WrestleMania does not include Becky Lynch, it would not feel like WrestleMania. Now, if you don't necessarily want to see someone win who has already won it or maybe who's already established because everybody in 2021 is all about the people who haven't been established, well, not only are we going to make a case for this next woman, we have a hard time making a case against this next woman. We don't want to say there's only one rational choice to win the Royal Rumble, but if that were what we were going to say, well... It would be about this person. And that woman, of course, is the EST of WWE, Bianca Belair. And Bear will hit the ground running with this, but I just want to say really quickly, Bianca Belair last year at the Royal Rumble was dominant. Probably the best individual performance in the brief history of the Women's Royal Rumble. Threw people over the top rope left and right. Really just established herself in that moment as what a lot of people thought maybe she could be. I think that was like her, her star defining moment. And, and even though she didn't win the Royal rumble, she came pretty damn close as an NXT superstar, no less. And quite frankly, ever since she started appearing on Raw and SmackDown, it really feels like WWE is aware of how damn good she is. You know, we saw a lot of really really entertaining vignettes building her up and now she's feuding with a woman that we just mentioned bailey one of the most established not only established but accomplished wrestlers in the history of wwe and bianca belair this is basically her first major feud on raw or smackdown and it's with bailey that's that's important that says a lot about her standing i'll let bear take it from here but i just want to say look bianca belair she's not you know, we said this yesterday, and if you want to know who we said it about, go back and watch. Uh, but we said this yesterday, there are some wrestlers who can be franchise players, and then there are some wrestlers who can be the wrestler. Not just a franchise player, but the franchise player. Bianca Belair has all of those tools. She's incredibly charismatic. She has a swagger about her that is just intoxicating you have to watch when she comes on tv and athletically i don't know if we've ever seen a wrestler like her you know she takes all of the powerful feats of of a china or a, a beth phoenix and then throws in high flying ability and, and other feats of agility that don't make sense for someone so powerful 
look, it's possible that someone else will win Bear, but I really don't know how you can argue against Bianca Belair at this point. On SmackDown last week, this woman carried Otis's big ass and that obstacle course. Give her ass the Royal Rumble. That's all I got to say. No, listen. So Bianca Belair signed in 2016 to NXT and she hit the ground running really in 2018. She went on this undefeated streak. She she defeated Lacey Evans, Candice LeRae, Aaliyah, Dakota Kai, Deanna Perrazzo. Cool, 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 right? I've said it before on this podcast. She's the best woman to never win the NXT Women's Championship. That's just the well, well, you know that we might have to put Becky Lynch in that category because she never won it either. So those two women right there have never won the NXT Women's Championship. That's just abysmal, Max Kellerman. However, however, look, she's got everything. She's got it. Everybody wants to look at the it factor, right? Not Bobby Roode, but the. It factor in professional wrestling, charisma, check, mic skills, check, in-ring talent, check. Bianca checks all those boxes. What do you know? You should probably throw her a bone here. And it's not even about throwing her a bone. The cream always rises to the top. Shout out to Macho Man Randy Savage one time. It's going to happen. There's the star's too bright. The star shines the brightest, whatever the saying goes. Bianca Belair will be, a. she's already a star, but she will be a champion. I think you solidify that in the Royal Rumble this Sunday, and you have her go on to face Sasha Banks or Asuka. Really don't matter. Or or you want to throw another curveball. I know we mentioned Becky Lynch doing this because Charlotte Flair has done it before. She faced Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania last year for the NXT Women's Championship after winning the Royal Rumble. Why not have Bianca do the same? Be like, you know what? I got some unfinished business in NXT. I'm going to take it out on an Io Shirai. Boom. Writes itself. So it's I have a really hard time finding anybody more not deserving because deserving is a weird word in wrestling, but more capable of taking the torch and running with it. Bianca Belair again, checks all the boxes you want in a professional wrestler, man or woman. You know, she's a beast in the ring. Like I said, she carried around Otis's big ass in that obstacle course against Bailey. There's just so much about Bianca Belair. And I know that, Everybody says, oh, she's a star in the making. She's a star. And we always say this. We've said this on numerous episodes, but God blessed have mercy. I know that was a very white saying by me. It's okay. But, but strike while the iron's hot. And I don't think there's any iron hotter than Bianca Belair. The skillet is sizzling. I don't know how how many more fire puns I have to go. Do I have to say like she's like Kane now? Like I don't know, but it's hot. Well, strike. She is like Kane because just like Kane, she dominated a Royal Rumble and didn't win it. Another. Oh, <laughs> um, don't make me mad about Kane now because Kane deserved fourteen Rumble wins, dude. I'm convinced. Look, but we, we are going to talk about this on a future episode that we actually already have planned. Funny enough, but there. Are, <sighs> Have you ever noticed that in the Royal Rumble, all the people that everybody's afraid of when they walk down to the ring never seem to actually win? Well, Bianca Belair should be the the end to that trend. She should buck the trend. She should be... Look, plain and simple, it's a major investment into her as a franchise player, as the franchise player, to have her win Royal Rumble, to have her then go on to WrestleMania. But look at her, man. She 
She is one of the most impressive athletes in WWE history. She can cut a hell of a promo. Her vignettes were incredibly entertaining. She showed a comedic side to her as well. She's relatively new to professional wrestling, and she seems to get better match after match after match. At some point, you just got to take a risk. And this is one of the easiest risks that I think they would be taking. The one of the easiest risks to sleep at night afterwards, I guess I'm trying to say, because if it goes wrong, look, at some point, you just got to look at professional wrestling and go, that person is faster, stronger, and more physical than the other person. They're probably going to win the fight. Bianca Belair checks those boxes. It's not just a gimmick. Fastest, toughest, best, etc. Has all the tools to be the star. And truthfully, the Royal Rumble would be a great way to showcase that because it's the perfect platform for a powerful and athletic wrestler to show what they're capable of. So hopefully we get to see Bianca Belair cash in on this golden opportunity to punch her ticket to WrestleMania. And hey, if that means we get to see her feuding with Bailey to prove that she quote unquote deserves that mania spot well you've got your next three months planned out already and hey i don't necessarily want to see sasha banks go zero and six at wrestlemania i repeat sasha banks if she loses would be zero and six at wrestlemania but bianca belair is the future and the future is now because your time is up and her time is now yeah no listen we can't make a better case for anyone else. So podcast over. Just kidding. No, we have a couple more names that we have to spit out here. And the next name, I'm going to take Brian's spot here in transitioning. The next name is actually another name that we both agreed upon as, you know, if it happens, it'd be super badass because this next woman, spoiler alert, is only 24 years of age. This next woman has already made history in WWE in the sense that she is the first woman to be the NXT UK Women's Champion. She is the first woman to defend the NXT Women's Championship at WrestleMania. And by the way, I'm going to preface or I'm going to repeat what I just said. She's only 24. That woman is Rhea Ripley. Now, the career has kind of I wouldn't say trended downhill since that loss to Charlotte Flair last year at WrestleMania when she lost the NXT Women's Championship. However, not there's still 18 as of this recording there's still 18 names to be determined in the Women's Rumble match. Rhea Ripley, yes, she's still an active NXT competitor, but we've seen numerous NXT women enter the Royal Rumble. Bianca did it just last year before um moving to Raw and then SmackDown. We've seen Candice LeRae in that spot. We've seen Ke- Casey Catanzaro in that spot. Rhea Ripley coming in, winning it as an NXT wrestler would be shocking. It would shock the world. It would shock the system. It would shock everything. Shout out to Undisputed Era. I, it, again, you strike while the iron's hot. And yes, while my pick and I'm sure Brain's pick to win the Rumble would be Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, again, checks all those boxes. She's physically imposing. She's dominant. She's already made history in the sense that she's done so much already. And again, you strike while the iron's hot. Yes, her she's not as 
red hot right now as Bianca Belair in the sense of the momentum on her side. But if you want to build a star, you want to build a legacy beyond these two big women's championship wins in NXT and NXT UK. Why not have that be in the Royal Rumble? And what it really comes down to with Rhea Ripley is that opportunity will come at some point in time. Because she's only 24. Exactly. She's only 24. And yet she's already accomplished about as much as. Anyways, she's only 24 and she's already accomplished about as much as you can ask anyone to accomplish at the NXT level. As Bear said, first ever NXT UK Women's Champion, a former NXT Women's Champion. She wrestled Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania last year. That's a ridiculous resume, regardless of what else happens in your career. And Rhea Ripley, it seems that it's only a beginning for her. I think that the main reason we listed her is the looming possibility that Charlotte Flair will once again enter WrestleMania season in the championship picture. And it would be great if they could have a crowd Apparently that is in the realm of possibility because Florida, uh, our intro doesn't really lend credence to us criticizing. So I guess we'll shut up. Um, Oh, fair. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think of that, but yeah, no, look, look, wrestling's essential. And you know, Florida is the whatever. Well, regardless, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair two, not necessarily a bad idea. Rhea Ripley versus Sasha Banks, Asuka. I mean, who knows who's going to have the championship come WrestleMania? I think that's the exciting idea, but the reality is Rhea Ripley. I mean, she does have star written all over her. She's a big imposing competitor who is physical. I mean, her theme song is this is my brutality and she's lived up to that. Uh, Her rivalry with Raquel Gonzalez was one of the best feuds of 2020. Their last woman standing match. Excellent. Uh, seemingly though that match at new year's evil was ripley's last nxt match i mean it's possible that's not true it's possible but ripley i mean look she's she beat Shayna baszler to become nxt women's champion and ended the reign that never seemed like it was going to end uh she had that great win again over baszler at war games she has signature moments on her resume already it's just a matter of if or when she hits that raw or smackdown roster what's she going to do what better way to introduce yourself to your competitors than to win the really the most important match of the entire year so far i know it's only been a month but still there are a few matches in wrestling more important and more prestigious than the royal rumble rhea ripley if she doesn't win it this year i'm pressed to believe that she will win it eventually And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we move on to the fifth and final name besides those lovely honorable mentions that we always do. Shayna Baszler. Uh, We just mentioned her. She has history with Rhea Ripley. Shayna Baszler, the only two-time NXT Women's Champion, now a former WWE Women's Tag Team Champion. She will be going for those titles again with Nia Jax at the Royal Rumble, but she is confirmed to be in the Royal Rumble match. Shayna Baszler also came dangerously close to the top of the mountain on two separate occasions last year. She was 
almost the Royal Rumble winner. Unfortunately, she ran into the buzzsaw that is Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair outlasted her, threw over the top rope, and the rest is history. Shayna still went on to WrestleMania to challenge for the World Championship, the Raw Women's title more specifically, against the man Becky Lynch. But Becky had the Kirifuda clutch uh, scouted, rolled through, and ended up pinning the most dominant NXT Women's Superstar of all time. I think Asuka would disagree, and I would disagree for her, but certainly in the running. It's kind of a two-woman two race in that regard. But point is... A lot of people felt like after WrestleMania, maybe Shayna Baszler, she she didn't know what to do. She she lost her direction. And then a, a strange alliance with Nia Jax, who they seem to be going more in the direction of a rivalry, become tag team partners. And I guess they kind of reminded each other of how brutal they're capable of being. And now we're seeing the Shayna Baszler that everybody was hoping to see, you know, targeting limbs, picking people apart, putting people on the sidelines for months at a time, because she's just that ruthless, a former UFC fighter, you know, Shayna Baszler is legit. And we saw last year how dominant she can be in the Royal Rumble environment. Maybe this is the year that she takes that next step and really starts starts her progression towards becoming possibly question mark the most dominant ufc woman to earned wwe superstar ever question mark ronda rousey question mark mm -hmm. it's hard to argue right i mean look wrestling is all about the realism and there's no more of a realistic option to just run roughshod Roughshed, roughshod in the Royal Rumble match than Shayna Baszler. She's a legitimate badass. She's a 15 and 11 in her mixed martial arts career. You know, she won by submission 13 times. She knocked out a woman and she won by decision. But 13 times in her 15 and 11 career, she won by submission. The woman's a legitimate badass. She's, you know, everybody wants to combine or compare ronda rousey to brock lesnar in the sense that you know they were both super successful in the ufc totally understandable however i think Shayna's more on the platform of being the female brock lesnar she hasn't really been presented in that way but i don't think it's hard to re-present her in that way if you will with a dominant win in a royal rumble like she could potentially do this sunday she's already the longest combined reign or the longest reign with the NXT women's championship at 549 days across her two reigns. We saw it, you know, and Brian even said it, it was a, the reign that would never end. I felt like she was women's champion in NXT forever, but she hasn't really gotten that opportunity on the, on the quote unquote main roster yet. You give her, you know, you let her do her thing in the Royal rumble. I have no doubt in my mind that, you know, She's got all the potential in the world to not only win the Royal Rumble, but break Bianca Belair's past record of most eliminations. She's that good. She's a badass. She's legit. She's a fighter. If she is the Brock Lesnar of the women's division, like I think she is, there's no doubt in my mind that she could easily, again, just run the gauntlet, run the whole damn match by herself. Number one, fuck it. Have her be the first woman to do it from number one, be the winner. And who's going to say otherwise? Who's going to say, well, that sucks. That's stupid. Why? 
she could kick any of our asses. Anybody that's listening to this podcast, unless your name is like Brock Lesnar, shout out to you one time. She could probably kick your ass. So why not have her do that in the Royal Rumble? And she could. I think she might have the most realistic chance to do so. But I will be upset if Bianca Belair does not win because, again, you're not striking while the iron's hot. Although, if you do this with Shayna and Shayna does win it, you know, her iron may not be hot like like Bianca's, but that's okay because, again, like, who's going to say otherwise? You're going to tell her to her face that she can't win it? Shayna Baszler? Hell no. I'm scared for my life. F that. Look, it, it's exactly what we said about Bianca Belair. At some point, you have to suspend disbelief and you just have to look at it. I mean, really, if you're not suspending disbelief when you watch wrestling, why are you watching wrestling? Kind of seems like an exhausting thing to do otherwise. But you got to suspend disbelief and just look at it for what it is. If there's anybody in that match who can step into the ring with multiple wrestlers and unequivocally dominate, it's Shayna Baszler. I don't know if she'll walk out with the tag team titles as well. I don't know if she'll win the Royal Rumble to begin with, but I really think that between Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler, those probably have to be the top two candidates to take it all this year. And of course they would then go on to WrestleMania. Now this episode wouldn't be complete without some honorable mentions. So we're going to throw a few at you a little rapid fire. We're going to start with the two members of the riot squad or live to riot, whichever they prefer to be called live Morgan and Ruby riot. They have very different uh, reasons or stories to support this belief, but there are two wrestlers who I think are both knocking on the door of stardom. Liv Morgan, every time she gets into the ring, you see her develop something new, a new move, a new whatever it is. She's constantly improving. She's incredibly athletic. She's charismatic. She is captivating. And you could tell how committed she is by the fact that, well, we're not going to revisit Lana and Lashley. Uh but she's incredibly talented and it really, I know we said this before about some other wrestlers, but it seems like it's only a matter of time before she has her breakthrough moment. The other member of the riot squad, of course, is Ruby riot herself. My personal favorite wrestler um, on the women's side of things, at least, but really high on the list overall anyways. But point is, Ruby Riot, she's one of those characters who I think you just got to put a microphone in her hand and let magic happen. She has this stoic nature to her. And one of my personal feuds of the past five years was her feud with Natalia. Oh, she crossed the line. Well, that's kind of what bad guys do and bad women do and villains. I mean, it, if a villain doesn't do villainy things, what's the point of calling them a villain? Anyways. I think that both of these women are immensely talented and Liv Morgan you know, the more athletic of the two, but Ruby Riot, I think, just a storyteller on the mic and in the ring. And Bear, I think they're two women who could, I don't think either of us are picking them to win the Royal Rumble, but I also don't think either of us would be upset if they did. I welcome it with open arms. I mean, it'd be the shock factor we talked about with the honorable mentions on the raw or on the men's side, excuse me. We talked about Ricochet, Mustafa Ali, Sami Zayn being those dark horses of winning the Royal Rumble. Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot in particular are just that. They're dark horses. We wouldn't be mad at it because you really create a star if you give someone like that a win. 
because the five names we mentioned, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, and Shayna Baszler, they're all established. I mean, for the most part, more so than Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. It's a shame that they have yet to hold women's tag team gold together. I think that's inevitable and it's eventual. It's going to happen. It's just a shame that it hasn't yet. However, you want to create a star. You want to strike while iron is kind of hot. Why not have them, either of these two women, win the Royal Rumble? I mean, again, you create a star in that way. Why not, Why not? you know, take a chance on someone like Liv Morgan or Ruby Riot? I know Brian's a big, big, big Ruby Riot fan, and she's a badass, but you have to present her in that way, having her go out there and dominate the Royal Rumble in a way that we know that she can. It's just a matter of opportunity, a matter of letting, allowing her to show what she can do. Even Liv Morgan, too. Brain said it. Liv Morgan, every time she, she gets in the ring, she's always improving. There's something new, something cool, something innovative that she's doing that it's like, wow, I didn't see that coming. I think she's a, she's a, both of these women are dark horses, and that's why they're part of our honorable mentions. And we should move on to the next honorable mention, shall we? A former women's champion, if you will, Brain. Please tell us more about the next mention that is honorable. Well, not only a former women's champion, a woman who has actually won a battle royal before at WrestleMania, the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. I mean, if you're going to do the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, you should do the China Memorial Battle Royal. Another topic for another day. But point is... Write, Write that down. Write that down. Got you. Point is, Naomi has won a battle royal before on a prestigious stage. Why not? Why not again? You know, look, Naomi is one of the most athletically gifted wrestlers WWE has ever seen. She's one of the first women's wrestlers I've ever seen springboard. I'll say that. That's, I don't mean for that to be insulting. I'm sorry if it is. I mean that as incredible praise for her. She's so damn agile, so quick, so creative. She has underrated submissions and she is a two time SmackDown Women's Champion. It's not as though she hasn't done anything with her talents. She has. The question is will she have another WrestleMania moment this year? I think it would be a great way to kind of kickstart the redemption tour, if you will. She's kind of been out of the spotlight for a long time. Winning the Royal Rumble puts you directly in that spotlight. Uh, whether or not. Naomi can, you know, escape the shadow of the four horsewomen, which I think is really what it's come down to. Her rise was at the same exact time as Bailey, Becky, Charlotte, and Sasha. Not exactly the most ideal time to break out as the star. But Naomi, as we said, she's padded her resume with some impressive feats. This would be a great chance for her to prove, or more importantly, for her to just straight up say, don't forget about me. I'm still here. And we shouldn't forget about her because Naomi is one of the best on the roster. She hasn't done much since winning that WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal in 2018. It's the year 2021. So it's been three. It's really been three years since Naomi's been featured as prominently as I know fans would like to see her featured, right? Having her come out as a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble this year would be really cool. Having her win the Royal Rumble would be super cool. She, another Again, you know, she, her rise to stardom was, coincided with the four horsewomen. So just really bad timing. But, you know, she's been drafted to Raw in the 2020 draft. I believe she's been out with injury. I, 
what better way to introduce her than having a star making moment in this year's Royal Rumble? And plus, she wins this Royal Rumble. She goes on to face Asuka or Sasha at WrestleMania. Both of those matches, either against Asuka or Sasha, would, you know, again, we talk about potentially stealing the show. Storylines write themselves. It's true in this case. Naomi could easily potentially steal the show with an opponent like Asuka or an opponent like Sasha Banks. Or, again, another curveball. She goes for the NXT Women's Championship because it's been done before. Why not? My point is, you know, Naomi's a cool honorable mention here, and I think that we'd start realizing that, you know, every you know, we talk about potential all the time. Naomi's realized that potential already in the form of two women's championship runs, but there's so many other women that have had more, and I think Naomi's on the path to maybe potentially having one more reign in her before her career is said and done. Now, if you don't like these honorable mentions, don't worry. We still have one more for you. Uh, Daddy DeVille, Sonya DeVille. Um, Now, yes, Sonya DeVille, I guess she is the assistant to Adam Pierce. Sure. To Uh, me, that, you know, hey, listen, if you're the assistant to Adam Pierce and you're like, hey, guess what, MFers? I'm entering number 30. Who says you can't? You know? Exactly. And she's a badass, right? She is. Look, Sonya DeVille is a woman who. Had her breakout, I think, in 2020. Unfortunately, some things happened that we all wish hadn't happened. Let's just leave it at that. Let her move on from that (laughs) shit. Um, Point is, Sonya Deville really broke out in 2020, but I think everybody has known how good she could be since she debuted with Absolution. Um, She's a striker. She's incredibly physical in the ring she has really a unique way of going about it um and i think that stood out since the first time that we saw her on monday night raw with Paige and mandy rose and now obviously she has done her best to escape mandy rose's shadow and carve out a name for herself and bear if she wants to do that the royal rumble really seems like the best avenue to get completely out of Rose's shadow and on her way to WrestleMania. Another badass woman, you know, she's got that mixed martial arts uh, history, you know, not quite to the same um, success as Shayna Baszler, like we mentioned before, but she's still in her mixed martial arts career. If Wikipedia is correct, Sonya Deville was two and one, which even if you're one and one or one and oh, or whatever, being in mixed martial arts in general is hard as hell. So Sonia Deville has legitimate badass tendencies to her. Showing that, making a star, you know, our honorable, our honorable mentions are all about star making. Having a woman like Sonia Deville, exactly what Brian said, come out of Mandy Rose's shadow in the sense that, you know, Fire and Desire was really almost all about Mandy Rose in a sense. Now it's Sonya Deville's time to shine, and she does just that in a star-making moment like the Royal Rumble. I don't see why not. And again, she's another woman that if you present her in the way that you know you can, she's a total legitimate badass. She's another one. She can just dominate through this Royal Rumble roster if she wants, or this Royal Rumble match if she wants to. So it's just a matter of how she presents, how she presents herself, and how this alliance with Adam Pierce may pan out. And look, whatever happens with Sonya Deville over the next few months, I think she proved 
undoubtedly during the rivalry with Mandy Rose that she is a force to be reckoned with in the ring, on the mic, all of the above. And just a strong showing at the Royal Rumble would be enough to just really solidify her place in that if not in the upper tier of wrestlers in WWE, it would at least prove that she's on her way to getting there. Now, as we said, we not only have a regular group of honorable mentions, we also have an honorable mention on the NXT side, more like two, and we'll start with one that I don't really think is that outside the box, Raquel Gonzalez. We talked about physical dominance there are few wrestlers in wwe who are as physically dominant as raquel gonzalez raquel gonzalez of course just beat rhea ripley in a last woman standing match she has a pinfall victory over the reigning nxt women's champion after she won the war games match recently it seems like it's only a matter of time before raquel gonzalez punched her ticket as the number one contender to the nxt women's championship well this is one way for her to do it. It's also a way to introduce her to the Raw and SmackDown crowds, or I guess people watching at home. What it really just comes down to is what we said before, where it's physical dominance. And seriously, if you look at Raquel Gonzalez, I'm not going to mention any names, but she's pretty much everything that a certain superstar on the Raw roster right now was hyped up to be in the future that never came. You know, Raquel's been presented as almost the big daddy cool to Dakota Kai as the Shawn Michaels. And I love that um, team together. I think they've got stardom written all over them, pun intended stardom, you know, because Dakota Kai was part of whatever. My point is Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai both have huge futures ahead of them. And Dakota Kai, I'm sorry, Raquel Gonzalez is still super early into her career. You know, she signed with WWE in 2016, so she's really only been wrestling for about five years. Now, for five years, she's made strides, right? And I think it's one of those things. It's it's another one of those instances, just like Bianca Belair, where we said it, and Rhea Ripley. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. Having her come out in the Royal Rumble match this Sunday, Raquel Gonzalez coming out dominating in the way that we know that she can, I think it would really boost her stock, her future stock, I should say, because again, this is a woman that is going to be a force to be reckoned with eventually. And it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. Both her and Dakota Kai are going to be stars. I do think they have all the potential in the world to win the 2021 Women's Dusty Classic. I have no doubt in my mind that they're going to go far. But having Raquel Gonzalez come out this Sunday at the Royal Rumble and having that star-making performance is something that I think is real, is not out of the realm of possibility. Now, as we said, we have multiple honorable mentions, and that includes, well, to me, someone who I wish we could have included on the regular list, but we have no evidence to believe that they will be even be in this match. But how damn cool would it be for the reigning and defending NXT Women's Champion, Io Shirai, to not only enter, but win the Royal Rumble? An opportunity for Shirai to punch her ticket for a WWE WrestleMania dream match against Asuka, against Sasha Banks. However you want to do it, it would be money. And really, I think it would be something fresh, something new. To have the NXT Women's Champion say, I'm not here because I'm not satisfied with what I have. I'm here to prove that the black and gold brand is on equal ground with Raw and SmackDown. And 
Many actually believe that NXT has the best women's wrestling division in the world. I'm not going to argue for or against. Hard to argue. It's hard, hard to argue. argue against. You know, so really, Io Shirai, many regard her as the best women's wrestler on the planet. I'm one of the people who think she's at the very least high on that list. What if that's how you introduce her to the Raw or SmackDown crowd to have her come out? win the Royal Rumble and let you know without a shadow of a doubt, she has arrived. You know, Io Shirai, we've talked about before being just the star of NXT, obviously being the NXT women's champion. You know, lest we forget the the whole, the match that she won the NXT women's championship last June, it was against Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley at NXT TakeOver in your house. She beat two badass women in the forms of for future Hall of Famer Charlotte Flair and future all-around badass women's wrestler on Raw or SmackDown, Rhea Ripley. Io Shirai has all the, the tools, all the makings of a star. She's already had awesome matches with Candice LeRae in NXT, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox. It's it would it's unrealistic for a heavyweight champion like the NXT women's champion to enter the Royal Rumble, but I mean, hey, we've seen crazy things happen. Right? Why not have Io Shirai come out and establish that you know the black and gold brand is not a brand to be messed with? Have her come out, have her win the Royal Rumble, and boom, you have a huge title for title match at WrestleMania if Io Shirai were to win. The NXT Women's Championship being represented by Io Shirai, and again, Asuka. Or you know, we've had a couple months before WrestleMania, so really anything can happen. For you know, Lana could come out on Monday on Raw and beat Asuka for the title. We don't know. So then we'll get Lana versus Io Shirai at WrestleMania. My point is anything can happen in WWE. Io Shirai winning the Royal Rumble as the NXT Women's Champion would be a really cool and unique representation of the NXT brand, which is really what NXT is about. We've all we've heard it numerous times. NXT is not the develop, developmental brand anymore. Finn Balor is not an NXT World Heavyweight Champion on a developmental brand. Finn Balor is not a developmental champion. Io Shirai is not a developmental women's world champion. You know, it's it's a brand. It's a third brand. You know, you don't get called up. There are linear moves. Io Shirai winning the Royal Rumble as NXT Women's Champion, of course, it would make history because it's never been done before, but it'd be really cool to see. And again, you've got like so many different dream matchups for Io Shirai on either Raw or SmackDown. So having her win the Royal Rumble would be something really unique, really cool, because it's never been done before, and we don't know if it ever will happen. But, again, you never say never in WWE, brother. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you again for listening to the Heel Turns and Headlocks podcast. We cannot thank you enough for the support you've shown us in 2020 and now into 2021. And on that note, we are going to reward you with a cheap plug of our merch. Cheap plug of 614-450-0366. Text it, call it, do whatever the hell you want with it. Whatamaneuver.net forward slash heel dash turns dash headlocks. Again, we got shirts, hoodies, infant onesies, tank tops. I think I said hoodies already. My point is we've got it all at whatamaneuver.net forward slash heel dash turns dash headlocks. We've also got the funny or not funny. Why would I say funny? The fancy guy at the end to tell you about our Facebook page, our Twitter, our Instagram. And I don't think I'm missing anything. So Brian, please tell these fine people what to do next with their lives because they need it. They do. Well, maybe you don't, but 
if you just want to know what we think, we think that everyone should continue wearing their masks. They should continue social distancing. If they can't do anything else, well, they should keep on loving professional wrestling. Boom. You've been listening to Heel Turns and Headlocks with Bear DiGiulio and Brian LaPrey. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll be back soon with more. But until then, reach out on Facebook at Heel Turns and Headlocks, on Twitter at Heel underscore Turns underscore Pod, and on Instagram at Heel Turns and Headlocks. We'll see you next time.